0: Yeah. Working on a night Funny how the night moves When you just don't seem to have as much to lose Strange how the night moves With autumn closing in
1: Welcome, welcome to the Back Porch Conjure Worker. I am Ifa Bale. Grab a seat, cup a squat, get a pillow or a chair. Hell, sit right here on the stoop. Get you some water, some juice, some coffee. Get you some cola drink, something room temperature. Hell, get your drink on. It's definitely three o'clock somewhere in the world. I ain't here to judge. I have a few things to get off my chest. Now, I'm not in the petty mood. I'm not in the, oh, she's trying to throw subs. That ain't here. So welcome. Sit down. Let's start. The first thing I want to talk about is (laughs) I believe in earning things, working for it. I understand. Yeah, I'm going to talk it. Instagram has the blue check and everybody's buying the blue check. Some people don't understand. It's monthly. You're paying $15 every month. Now, if that's what you want, by God means to it. But it's not going to increase your following because you got a blue check. If you got 213 followers, you just somebody with 213 followers and a blue check. It's not going to magically make anything go up. It's a blue check. It's a blue check. Give thanks. Okay. You got $15 a month. A blue check. You know, uh, does that put you in a category where now you're popular because you got a blue check? Okay. One person was like, I got a blue check. My files are going to go up next day. Still the same. Wait, I thought it was supposed to go up. No. This is my issue. And most people, oh, you got to let people live. If they want to buy a blue check, that's on them. Well, if you can pay $15 a month to get a blue check, you should have the sense enough to get $15 a month to get some life insurance. Yeah. I, yeah. And and then I'll be okay. <laughs> okay. You know, it's like a cable bill. Okay. But, you know, let's let's... If you can invest that in a blue check so you can be like everybody else, then step out of that and get some life insurance instead of if something happens to you or your family, y'all gotta do a GoFundMe or go around and pass the goddamn basket around so everybody can get some money. No, take that fifteen dollars and get some life insurance. Gerber and them have a plan for families. You could put 15 or even 30. So everybody's covered if you can pay for that, you can pay for life insurance. That that that's my take on it. I'm, I'm with that. So, the next thing, <clears throat> may the church say amen. I don't like clout chasers. I don't like plus ones. I don't like uh, <clears throat> people that feel they're entitled. If you do the work, you are out here studying, you going to school, you earning this, you're sacrificing. And you didn't do anything, so now you're entitled to have what I have. You ain't work for nothing. And sometimes your family feel like they're entitled to what you work for. No, you're not. I remember when the Real Housewives of Atlanta first came out. And she, by Sheree, you know, her husband is a football player for a lot of of Falcons. And she was like, oh, I deserve some of his money. He said, wow, I don't see you out in the field. You didn't catch a touchdown. You didn't hit a tackle. No, I take care of my kids. And you got to take care of you. And people were so mad that wasn't raised in the South because I was living in Atlanta. But people in Atlanta understood that. It was like, that's right. She ain't throwing no goddamn football. She wasn't out there. She was on a sideline cheering the morning. Okay. You're not entitled. But people feel like, so they align themselves up with you and sit there. Oh, but I was rooting for you. Okay, eh? So I'm supposed to go to work, bust my ass every day, get up, go in the snow, the rain, the sleet, the heat. I'm going to work every day. I'm busting my ass. I'm earning this paycheck. So when I get paid, I have to give you half. Why? Because you know me, my family, or you entitled. You ain't punching no clock. You ain't doing nothing. You sit at home watching TV eating bonbons. I remember when my kids was like, Ma, what you giving me? <laughs> and I did it before the video came out. Ma, what you giving me? Because I'm your child. I wasn't asked to be born here. I took them to the light switch, turned it on. I opened the refrigerator, there's the food. I went in the room, opened up the closet, there's your clothes. I went to open the book bags. These are all your school supplies. You got clothes for the season. You not hungry. You got an adequate roof over your head and all the bills are paid. You got a cable. You got light. You got gas. You got running water. I went and took them in the bathroom, turned the water on, hot and the cold. I said, so you you have all that. Anything I add is something that I want to do. But I make sure I do so you don't have to. Now, your one job is to go to school. Now, if you don't do that, now we got a problem. My father told me something that's the realest, and I always say it because you'll always hear me say it. A parent got one job to teach their children how to survive when they're no longer here. My father looked at me and my mother said, I've been in this world without you. You've never been in this world without me. And that was the realest shit they ever told me. So my job is to make sure my kids can survive when I'm not here. So you put them in situations so they can earn money. They know how to do things. They don't need to use your name to get in the door, build their own name. You know, I have a great love for Denzel Washington's son. He didn't let no one know he was Denzel Washington's son. He went and created his own table. And once he got his table... And they were inviting everyone at the awards. Then his father showed up because his father told him. They're not looking at you to see what you can do in your potential. They're looking at me. And I'm not in that room doing that. You are. I went to go see Dick Gregory a to the elder. And he was saying how he never went to his kid's school. And. A reporter was like, oh, that's horrible. You're supposed to be an active father. He said, I am an active father. So, you know, her, his wife friends at first was getting in her ear and saying, you know, he should go up to school. So he sat his wife down he told her. He said, I am the one that's famous. If I go into school, they're only going to want to talk to Dick Gregory. They're never going to respect you. You got to walk in that door. And demand your respect so they can always look to you. I tell my kids the same thing. Sometimes they don't listen. You don't need to go on e Bayo's ticket. Go on your own. Let the world know who you are. Stand on yours because we don't do the same thing. And I be damned if I allow anyone to use my belief or my religion to try to get into doors that they're not fit for. My Children, the only one that went to Cuba to follow this religion, and he's taking his time, is my son. His crown would be Shango, Cabo Sile. Everybody else, they do their own thing, and it's okay. I don't force them in this, but I don't need you to try to get indoors that you're not built for. Go make your own door. My father's a drummer. He played all over the world. I don't sit and be like, yeah, I'm such and such a daughter. No. I went out there to make my own name. I'm not a character. I come in being who I am. Truthful, transparent. Now, do I share everything? No. I, I take notes from people that I can learn from. I love chat with E by A. God bless the day. You paid him to for his talent and his gift. You didn't pay him about his business. He, you ain't need to see his wife and all of them. You saw him sharing his gift with the world. And when his time was done, he went on. I'm the same way. I said, in three years, I'll be retired. After this year, I'll be down to two. I'm not eager. I'm okay. I've been reading cards for 20. My son was 10 years old when I started reading cards. He's 38. So I've been reading for 39 years. He's 39 or 38. Yeah, I get it confused. I'm getting old. Charge it to my head and not my heart. Um, so yeah, I had my share of this. And I'm okay with it. I ain't mad. I ain't trying to compete with people. I'm not trying to put on some accolades or anything like that. I'm just being me. That's it. With room to grow and room to learn. I don't run around saying I know everything, but I have fun. And it was a good ride. Now, I ain't that person, oh, she retired for a year. She's coming back. Hell no. I'm good. I'm there for my god kids. I work the spiritual stuff when it comes to Santo stuff. But other than that, no, mm 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 mm. Hey, you stay there. I write my little books and put those out. But every day, up, nope. You stay there. You stay there. I ain't. I ain't here for that. No. You want me to teach? Pay me. Cause other than that, I, no. I'm good. I'm good. But no one's entitled. No one's to ride your tail, your clout chasers. No one don't have to be your press one. You doing the work. So yeah, you reap the benefits because you planted the seeds, you nurtured it, you tilled the soil, you did all of that. And you gonna allow for someone else to come and take everything or make you lose everything? Listen, the one thing I learned, people that don't have anything, I have you lose everything. So you have to choose wisely on who you around, who you with, who you want to associate yourself with, and where you want to put your feet. Under whose table you want to put your feet at. Because everything is not for everybody. And I'm okay with that. But see, we want to be liked and we want money. The coin. So we try to align ourselves with everybody. You know when you follow the masses and that M fall off, you be following a bunch of asses. Mm mm, mm mm. Now nah, I'm good. I'm I'm over here blazing my own trail. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I I'm not. I I don't like following folk. Now I'm good. And I you know people. Oh, you're egotistical. No, if you don't know what self confidence is and faith. Then yeah, you're gonna diminish it and try to say it's egotistical, or you think you better because that's your mind frame. It ain't mine. It's not mine. And I'm humble. I will walk in the room and be quiet. I greet everyone and be respectful, and I'll be quiet because I already know you can learn more by listening. That's why they have that saying: "Listen more, speak less." I don't need you. Don't need to hear my voice. I, I got a podcast. I I got a a, a few little things. I talk enough. I like to go into places and just be quiet and observe and watch. I, I turn my phone on silent. I don't know about y'all. I'm not eager to get a text. I'm not eager to get. And let me explain this. Real talk. And it's not. I want y'all to get to a place where if you have to work, you have to. But you don't have to. And you still taking care. I want you to get to a place where you say, when people come to you and be like, such and such don't like you. They working on you. And you say, oh, okay, God bless them. Because you already know your, ego, your, your your spirit's got you. But people want to denounce you and put you like, oh, she thinks she better than everybody. Oh, my God, she thinks she egotistical. Oh, my God, she thinks she all powerful. Uh-uh. When I went to Haiti, I've never seen so much self-confidence with people that don't have. What? That gave me a new insight. I understood what my father said. Travel across seas. Make sure you travel the world so you can appreciate the world that you live in. And I didn't understand that as growing up. Like, man, I ain't going nowhere. Nah, you know. And at first I was, my mother and my father was two different people. My father and them traveled. My mother and them, they went to New Orleans, maybe Florida, South Carolina, Alabama. But they ain't traveled across the world. My father and them did. His people and them did. So my mother would put that somewhat of a fear, like, no, no, because it's dangerous over there. You don't know what them people are liable to do, and they can poison you. They can grab you, and take you, and kill you, so that was their fear. My father was, man, go and see how the world is, so you can appreciate the world. Go see how other people live. Go learn something. Don't just stay here. Go. Get a passport. I did that. Got a passport. Started traveling, when I went to Haiti, here it is. These people, lights like are regulated by the government. It may come on, it may not. So a lot of them live off of generators. And they wherever that generator, they believe in families. Like they all work together for the common good. So if you got an outlet or you find one with an outlet, everybody get to charge their phones so they can have some source of phones, especially when they're at work and things. And... They feed everyone. Like, yo, if you're walking by, yo, you hungry, okay. And then you have people selling the sodas and the waters and all that. And the waters come in a little bag. So, but they believe. Everywhere you go, they see their spirits, their Luwals, in the churches, in the airports. Everywhere you go, they belief is there because they Faith. Is what keeps them. And I was so blown away while we were sitting out there talking and vibing and I'm learning and listening to them and I'm talking. Man, they have faith to work with something so little, but to have so much faith. So now I understand when they come over here to the States and people always say, oh, they're arrogant. Oh, they think they better. No, that's you. That's your small mindedness. Those people are not arrogant. They have faith. That's what faith look like. And guess where their altars are? Outside. The trees, the water, the earth. Everything is theirs. Because they believe spirit lives in everything. And their ancestors fought so hard to get them where they are that they have to continue where they left off. Man, when I learned that lesson, that was beyond. That was the the nail in the casket. I learned it about knowing who you are when I sat there and watched Charles Porterfield. I'm like, yo, he said, they invited me. These other people paid to get here. And the same way they're here with their spirits, I'm coming with mine. I'm not going to diminish mine because you, I don't care who you are, the great I am. I got spirits too. My ancestors walk with me too. And if yours is powerful, then mine got to be super powerful. Why would I doubt them? Why would I think they they won't protect me? So I learned that from Porterfield. When I went to Haiti, I learned Yo, you got to have faith. Faith without works is dead. Then I learned, yo, believe in you. Believe in you. My business partner, when he he said, yo, come on, we're going to open up the store. And I looked at him and I said, you think I can do it? He said, if you don't believe you can do it, then why do it? He said, do you believe that you can do it? Hell Yeah. I remember when I asked a friend of mine, I said, do you believe I can write a book? He said, do you believe you can write one? I said, hell yeah. He said, so write one then. I said, I don't know the format. He said, when you start, it's going to fall in your lap. God damn it. If that wasn't about the truth. I'm sitting online, I'm looking, and this girl is doing a full live about how to publish your book on Amazon. And made it so simple. So I copied it and started handing it out and posted it on my page like yo. So a lot of people learned that. And I'm not mad. I did the work and I shared it. Yeah, sometimes you can do the work and share some of the things, but you're not entitled to everything I have. No, you didn't put the work in. I'm helping you to help yourself. I'm putting you in a position so you can strive and make money and do all of that. That's it. But I'm not going to do all the work and write the book, put it together, advertise it, promote it. And then when I get the money, I give it all of you. I know you fucking lying, but you have people that believe that because we family. I had a friend of mine. She was like family. We grew up together. She was like, oh, how much you going to charge me to do your cards? That's my price. Oh, but how much is my price? The price is the price You're right there. Oh, word, because, you know, I thought we grew up. And what that got to do with it? So I go get initiated, stay in white for a year and seven days. I'm learning. I'm going uh, hands on. I'm listening, doing all this stuff. But I'm supposed to give it to you for free. That's like me building a mansion and get it perfect just the way I want it and decide to go and live out in the garbage cans by a trailer. What sense does that make? Y'all tell me. But people feel like they're entitled. A good friend of mine, she passed away. Ibae, named name, Tatara. Her sister, you know, I see them. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, hey. She was like, oh, what does it mean? I put my prices up there. She stopped talking to me. I didn't care. (laughs) Because guess what? Why am I doing something for you for free? And then we have these people, and I'm, I'm, you know, I speak about this a lot. You know, <laughs> remember my godmother? <laughs> she it to me, she was talking to my god sister, right? One of my god sisters. Show her something so simple to do, simple. But instead, my god sister went all over the place, all over the place, asking everybody for questions. Same question, but asking everybody. Do you think? I oh, do you think? Oh, do you think? I want to do this. Do you think? So. When she got back to my godmother, <laughs> my godmother was like, Were you looking for an answer or you were looking for a confirmation on the bullshit that you wanna have that you wanna see happen? And I'm sitting there like, what Gina, you, you can't say that. She said, Why not? She said, Because if I told her the most simplest thing to do, and she didn't do that, she went to nine other people. None of it worked. But now she's back at my door. I got a cleaner and set her back right. So I'm sitting there like, that, like spiritual herpes. She said, correct. When you go to all these people, you start taking on their energies as well. So now you're like this full refrigerator full of nothing but spoiled food. And when shit go wrong and your refrigerator break down, now you can't hold nothing. Now you wondering that, what's going on? Because you not went all over the place. You got spiritual herpes. Now you got to go and get cleaned and go see the doctor. And you wind up paying more than what you set up for. I live by the code of KISS. Keep it simple, sweetie. Because first of all, if you tell somebody to do all these things, they ain't going to do it. They ain't going to do it. The things that we had to do, Normal people ain't going to do it. Oh, that's too much. We got to go buy it and then take it. And we got to do this. And we got, I can't. uh. So if I say, hey, light a candle and pray to God. That's it? Yeah. And that's what my godmother told her. Light a candle to your ego and pray to your ego. That was was too simple. Nah, that's too simple. That ain't going to work. (laughs) Ha ha! But they had her killing chickens, which she wasn't initiated. She had bees. She knew her crown, but she wasn't initiated. So how you going to take her life? Had her out there buying all these candles, all this. When I walked in her house real talk, she had 18 candles on the table. I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, yeah, this is for this, and this is so I can have this, and this is. I walked out. She was like, where you going? I said, girl, that's a fire waiting to happen. I'm out. I said, uh uh-huh. It wasn't even two days later, her whole fucking living room caught on fire. (laughs) I was like, she was like, oh, the person is doing voodoo. No. The fuck? They're like saying, oh, what the fuck you got all those candles for? One candle. That's it. One, one call. That's all. One candle. (laughs) That's it. And I'm sitting there like, wow. And all the stuff that she wound up acquiring just became a problem for her. And I'm like, wow. Because people don't want a simple answer. If they feel it's complicated, they want to say yes, and it becomes if they don't even do it. Oh my gosh, simple, simple. But we, we want to be entitled. We believe that. Oh well, I know you, so I should be able to get a hookup, or I know. You know, the one thing I do pride myself, and I did learn that from my godfather, and he, buying, he used to always say, if I call someone and they charge me that price, he said, I pay it if I want it. I pay it. So I don't haggle them. I'd be like, yo. What it He said, because when you come to me for my price, I'm not going down. So why would you haggle me? I don't haggle you. So, if there's something that I want, if I can't afford it then, and I like the quality, and I love the work you do, give me a moment. Let me get my money up, and I'll be back. Because I'm going to pay you what you're asking for. That's it. Because, see, when you come to me, oh, E5 you, can you go? No. Then go somewhere else. Oh, I know readers that charge less, and I know clients that pay more. Bye. Bye. And here it is. People will come. Oh, cause girl, you know I helped you get a client, okay? And thank you, thank you. Oh, so my reading is free. Wh- where was that at? Who, 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 who came up with that idea? Oh, cause I helped you. Let's subtract twenty nine years of reading to you giving me one client. Thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So, out of the 29 years, you gave me one. So, let's subtract those 29. So, every time I do something for you, it's supposed to be free. Because you gave me one person. I don't give a fuck if you give me 100. You gave me one person. Allow me to reciprocate in something else. But just don't come and demand because you know me. That doesn't work that way. And it's very disrespectful. But like I said, entitlement. Entitlement. Nah, and if you feel that way, then go somewhere else. I won't be mad. And I did that to someone. She was like, oh, i bring you one person. I said, okay, thank you. Now, I was going to send her a beautiful little uh, bracelet, a a crystal bracelet. I was going to send her one. Oh, so, you know, I I got a court case. Can you, girl, no, I know you're lying. Oh, because I thought I was going to get that for free. So $80 reading, have me do court work. In court case that's gonna be aided out where who said that who who said that well, you know, hey, that's messed up. No, matter of fact, let me not hold you up. Thank you for all your service that you've provided. Thank you for getting a reading from me. You're not a lifetime client, and I don't like lifetime clients. I want to help you, get you on the straight and narrow so you can go. I want you to become self-sufficient. I don't need you to call me every five minutes. Oh, I step my toe. Does that mean spiritual? I'm not trying to get rich off of you. I help you. I put. I teach you, and I let you become self-sufficient so you can take care of your own self. You don't need to come to me for everything. So that's why I don't have lifetime clients. I'm grateful for that. I don't need repeat offenders. Oh girl, you read for me every month. No, we're not doing that. We deal with solutions, change, changing the narrative, changing the mindset, healing, working with, so you can go out and branch and go and do your own thing. I was just on social media And a a young lady that I mentor for a little bit, she's doing her own thing. She got her own life. And I love Nana. I love her. I say her name. I love Nana. And she's like, yo, that's my teacher. I wouldn't be able to do all of this if she didn't. I didn't read for her 90,000 times or sit there every time she looked up. No, I want you to become self-sufficient. Me as a leader, as a teacher, as a guide, as a priestess, is to help you help yourself. To spark that and creativity, that light, that spirit, that gift, and allow it to nurture and grow so you can go out there and do your thing. Not for you to be under me 24 hours and every five minutes. No, then how am I helping you? You're not a prisoner. You're not a slave. I need you to go out there and learn and get that experience. Even mama birds kick their baby birds out the nest. Go, fly. That's it. You come to me when, okay, my dream or, or oh, my God, teacher or, hey, Ifa Bale, I'm dealing with this. I had this reading where this lady had this and I wasn't sure. Okay, let me walk you through. Yeah, you were. You were on point. Okay. But then I'm going to have you dig deeper. And that's it. But I'm not here to keep you under lock and key. What the fuck? No. I don't even like my kids under me that much. I love my grandkids. I don't even have them under me that much. So you th- I'm comfortable with being by myself. I'm good. I like to go. I don't need no extra. You're not a plus one. Go. Go out there. I'm scared. I get it. Make that fear your fuel so you can get out there. I want you to be hungry. I don't need you to take no. I need you to break down doors and get in there and let the world see you. Not, I want to go out, but I'm scared. You think this one or you think child. I'm going to always say this. If you keep on turning around throwing rocks at people, you will never see your destination. i i give zero fucks. I'm truly an Aries. I, I have to say that. I'm so unbothered when it comes to stuff. And I understand. I'm, I'm not impatient. But if I give you something and I give you a date in a timely manner, I, I expect it to be back. And if I have to call you more than once, twice as one too many times, then I'm not going to mess with you. Because if you call me, I'm going to stand up, make sure I do what I have. And I ask you, yo, what's the time frame on this? Oh, well, I need it by Thursday. Well, it's Tuesday. Great. I got you. And I give it to you. Now, excuse me, when I need something, and you go, hey, I need, I need it by Thursday. Oh, I can't give it to you till Friday. No, that's not the deal. That's not the deal. Because guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to fuck with you no more. So, I'm going to go somewhere where I'm appreciated, where I'm honored, where I'm respected. Because I give the same thing. When it comes to the business, I'm going to I'm gonna show you that, yo, I'm respectful of your business, your talent, all that. I'm going to pay for it. But the first time I see that, that boy swinging and you're not holding up to your end of the bargain, say less because I'm going to move on. The same way, when I teach... People, how to read cards? Yo, you're 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 the advisor, the the financial advisor. You're everything because they can't go to their family and be like, "Yo, I got my cards read," and they said, "This this." No, I gotta work and get my stuff together. So don't feel like, I'm, oh well, you know. And I was, yo, do you clean yourself afterwards? Because there's rules to this huh, yeah, I clean myself, I take a shower, no, spiritually, because see, when you read people, you grabbing on that energy, do you clean yourself afterwards, are you saying prayers before you do this, are you inviting your egos, your spirits in, so you can do all of this, are you learning about numerology, herbs, all of that, because if they come with a problem, where you feel, how how can you help with the solution, and not everything deals with a candle, because what if they kids, they got babies in the house, they can't light candles. Can't like incense. What if they got asthma? What else can you give them? So you have to be well versed in everything. That's why I tell everybody learn everything numerology, color, all of that. Everything. Learn it. Learn the basics. Go take a class. Invest in you. Invest in you. What about those people that might be religious with Hinduism? Do you know who Hanuman is? Do you know who they pray to? You have to be well versed. And damn that everything. And you got to learn to read the room. When you walk in. You don't need to. Listen. Every room I walk in. I greet everybody. Hello. Ashe. Benicia, Santo. I greet everybody. Iberu. Ashe. Alafia. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hotep. I, I do. And if those people that's not religious and they go, nah, you know, hey, how you doing, baby? I got friends that don't know anything about spirituality, and we have an amazing time. We don't talk about spirituality. I got friends that only talk about spirituality, and we have a great time. I got friends that shit. They straddle the fence. I got Christian friends. I got friends that don't like cursing. I got friends that curse like sailors. So when you come in the room, you got to know what you're coming into. But if you're talking, they talking, everybody's talking, how can you read the room? You you're too busy worrying about everybody else. You walk in, you greet everybody, you sit and you're watching, you be quiet. Hey, everything? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? All right. And you sit down and you speak to people. Hey, how you doing? You don't need to tell. When I walk in the room, I got on jeans, sneakers, a fitted cap. I'm like, okay, hey, baby, how you doing? I don't need to tell you. You know, I'm spiritual. I'm spiritual. I I'm mean, Ifa Ibeyo. I'm spiritual. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Oh, my spirits are talking to me. I'm Ifa Ibeyo. I my like spirits. No, sit your ass down. If you that good and you so well spiritual, your spirit should introduce you before you even walk in the room. Your presence should represent that. So sit down, and I, I learned that from the elders. Sit down, relax. Nobody asks you who you were. That's it. When I go places, your name, Efi Bail. How you doing? Now, if I'm around my family, I already know. Hey, Donna, what's up, Bill? What's up? What's up? Hey, y'all. And that's it. I'm good. I'm not a character. It's not. Oh, don't call me that. No. As long as you don't disrespect me, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, what's up, Donna? Hey, how you doing? Hey, Ephi, what's up, baby? Hey, Priest. Hey, 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 Peyton, how you doing? Hey, and that's it. I'm no better than no one else. We sit at round tables. Everybody's on the same level. No one's better, higher, greater than no one else. I'm not here to compete with you. I'm here to help you. Are you here to help me? That's how it works. It's a transfer and sharing of energy. How can I help you? How can I be of service to you? That's it. That's all. Oh, I read Oh, okay. I remember somebody asked me. They said, what you do? I said, nothing. No, you, you, you do something. I said, no, I don't. I said, I don't do nothing. And they were like, um, oh, they were like, uh, ain't you spiritual? I said, no, I'm just a regular person. Oh, okay. One lady was like, who you is? I would never forget. I was in Staten Island. She was like, who you is? I said, Bobby Ann's baby daughter. (laughs) And she was like, oh, oh, because over there they were saying you was somebody. I said, well, ain't you somebody? She said, yeah, I said, okay then. She said, yeah, but I was trying to figure out who you is. Bob I just told you, Bobby is baby daughter. (laughs) So we all, we know, sitting around in Staten Island. We all sitting around and stuff, and you know, running around with my grandnephew and them and stuff. And he was scared to ride his bike because they took off his trainer wheels. So he comes to me, right? I love him, Ari. He said, Auntie. He said you are magical. I said, who said? He said, my mommy and them. I said, oh, okay. He said, I'm scared to ride my bike. <laughs> he was six. Yeah, he was six. He said, I'm scared to ride my bike because I'm a fool. So I took his helmet because he has to ride. His mother told me he can't ride the bike without his helmet. So I took his helmet and I digged in my bag and I had candy, you know, the jellyfishes. And I said, these are magic fishes. He, his eyes lit up like he saw Santa Claus. I said, I'm going to take these fishes. And I said, dabba, da, blah, blah, blah. and I was really singing the song off of uh, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Tales is old this time, right? I just didn't say the words. I was humming it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I said, mm. and I said, he had eat one of these. And you're going to, Four here and there, but you won't get hurt. And before you know it, count the three and say, Abracadabra, supercali. He said, I can't say that. I said, okay, say super. He said, super. I said, and that's it. So he said, okay. He ate the fish. He said, oh, can I have another one? I said, here, now you're going to be real powerful. going to be so powerful. He put that helmet on. He fell the first time. He got up. He said, I'm all right. I'm all right. I said, oh, okay. I said, yeah, I know. So me and his grandmother, which is my sister I, we standing there. She said, what you do? I said, don't worry about it. He put that helmet on. He brushed his leg off. He put his back. I said, breathe and say the word. He said, super. And he started pedaling. And he was so confident that he could ride it. That when I tell y'all, Ari was riding up and down, up and down. When his mother came, she said, what you do, auntie? I said, give him some jellyfish. You want one? (laughs) He saw his mother eating. He said, you're going to be magic too!" Oh, my God. I said, shh. He said, oh, yeah. Now he's holding one handlebar and covering his mouth with the other. His mother is cupping like, Ari, you're riding with one hand. He said, I know. And he was so happy. he's seven. Six or seven. Yeah, Ari was six or seven. then. It's confident. All I did was believe and made him believe they were candy fishes. You know, them little red Chinese candy fishes. And I'm humming the goddamn Beauty and the Beast song because that's what I was watching while I was in the house before my son came and got me to take me to Staten Island. So, and that was it. It wasn't no, we going to light some candles, kill some chickens. The magic was already in them. Real talk. Not because he's related to me. Because we all have that confidence for somebody to believe and say, yo, you got this. That's all. A seven-year-old. And he rode that goddamn bike. He rode it so much that his mother was like, Ari, come on. You're not coming to the house. He was like, two more, two more. And then he said, because this is where the lesson was. I said, okay, Ari, we get ready to go home. He said, wait. Am I still going to be able to ride the bike? Now, mind you, he done rode that bike all fucking day. I said, the magic never leaves you. He said, for real? I said, yeah. I said, so when you get up, tell your mother to FaceTime me so you can see. Because the magic never leaves. He got up, made some cereal, and took his bike and was in the yard riding back before his mother was like, he told me to call you, look. He said, yeah, the magic didn't leave. I said, shh, shh, can't tell anybody. That's it. We get doubtful. We get scared. We think it's going to run out. But once that fire is lit, don't go out. The only way it go out is if you put it out. So you do all of that. You think he learned how to ride? He went through all of that. Just give his bike to his sister and say, Here. No, I'm going to ride this bike every day because I can do it. I work for it. My auntie gave me the magic. <laughs> he, his grandma was standing. He said, you are the best auntie in the world. I said, oh, he said, you're even better than Grandma Tressie. I said, yeah, she don't got magic like me. He said, you my friend, friend. I said, okay, <laughs> all right. No, when, when I left, grandma dressing you the best, <laughs> so it's okay. But to believe, to have his eyes open. I remember I want to share this because it was so funny to me. You ever seen the Eminem, especially around Christmas when Santa Claus came down the, uh, the chimney and they said he is real? And Santa Claus said they are real. I was in the city one time, I was in Yahoo, I was in All White, and I was walking. And these two ladies walked in front of me. And they looked like they saw a ghost. I I was wearing white for so long. Then I was like seven, eight months in. So to me, it was just normal. And she was like, they are real. And the girl looked. She was like, oh my God, you know who you are? I said, no, who am I? She said, you are your I said, yeah, I am. (laughs) She said, they are real. I was in white from head to toe right, you can see me a block away. And I started laughing. And I said, she said, no, we heard stories of yahoos. We never saw one. I said, well, go play the lotto or something because we walk with blessings. She was like, oh, my God, she's real. I started laughing. (laughs) So I understand that. But don't just automatically think people are entitled. If you want to share things, great, great. But they're not entitled to use you, to take advantage of you, or to mess up your name that you worked hard for. Yeah, own yours. My Godfather tells me something every time I see him. He said, hungry dogs eat alone, Goddaughter. And it's true. I understand it now. You out there, you hungry. You out there working. You sacrificing. You doing all of that. You've been doing it by yourself and with the help of your spirits and those that are pouring into you. But here it is, somebody that don't do anything, that didn't, that don't believe in what you believe in, none of that. And they think they're entitled to that? Nah. Don't just, don't, don't, don't give away your blessings. Don't. And people call you, oh, she's egotistical, she's arrogant, she. no. This is what confidence and faith look like. Sorry you ain't got it. I'm humble. But if you looking at me like competition or you think I'm better than you or you think that I'm showing off, then that's you. That's your version. That's your perception. Ain't got shit to do with me at all. Change your narrative. Look in your mirror. Stop looking in the magnifying glass. Real talk. Another thing I want to talk about. I love y'all. I do. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Use your gifts. God gave them to you. Use them. Use them with morals and principles. But use them. If you are a writer, then write. If you are a spiritualist, help other people. If you are, uh, because everyone, there's room at the table for everyone. I only know three people that have this one gift. And never envy nobody's gift. Don't pray and be like, oh, I wish I had that gift. God knew what he gave you. He you knew what you can handle. If you get visions, great. If you don't, don't sit there. Oh, I'm working or I'm praying for me to get visions. Why? Why? That's not what for you. All I know how to do is cook. That's not spirit. What? Have y'all seen Joel? Like, yo, he is the chef. His food is heavenly. Heavenly. You know how many cooks and chefs where their food brings you joy. It fills that void in you. Everyone. you I know people when they go, oh, she don't read cards. Not everybody's supposed to read cards. Some people are good at organizing. Some people are good at putting paperwork together. Some people are good at making sure things are done. Some people are good at cooks. Some people are good. Not everybody needs to read cards and have a vision. Some people are good at making baths. Some people are good at fucking praying. Child, they pray alone will change the whole Energy of the day. We all, even in the Bible, says God gives us with preachers, teachers, seers. It's all there. It's all there. Not everybody needs to be this. Let me tell you what I saw, which was amazing, because my homeboy, Ozzy Ibae, he passed away. He the only one I seen that would read a cigar. And a young lady on Instagram was like, yo, you see how the the cigar opens up? And I just, all I could do was give the hand clap. I I couldn't even give words. You know how many people, everybody's supposed to be a tarot card reader. And I'm sitting there like, you do know there's other ways to read. There's other ways to divine. Huh? Yeah. And this sister read through a cigar. I was grateful that Ozzy taught me how to read through a cigar. I know people that can divine through an egg, through a glass of water, through coins, through crystals. They get a bunch of crystals and show through bones. Is a plethora of way of divining. And a good diviner just don't need tarot cards. They can divine with anything. I teach people, whenever I, wherever I'm at, I teach everyone how to soul read. I was in Detroit, and I told the girl, I said, pull out nine pennies. And I taught them how to soul read. Because, see, when I go to a place and everybody's reading cards, I throw a wrench in it. I don't. I don't pull out cards. I read something else, and people be like, "Oh my God, what is she using? She's using. She's using crystals. Is she right? Whoever get up in front of me, oh, is she right? this she, she? like listen. She read me down. I even know. Oh, you read crystals. I want to read with her. I want to read with her. Then you got all the tarot cards sitting there. The readers. How you read with crystals? How you only read with tarot cards? So what happens when you leave your cards at home? Your spirits don't speak to you no more. Ha! See how that work? Oh, I just tell them or I'll I'll get another deck. One day, I was on someone's radio station reading cards. I left my cards at my store. And I was like, damn, so my godmother, Jabona, said, okay, you left your cards at home, your spirits don't talk to you. I went and grabbed a screw, a note, a bolt, a coin, a rock. I had like nine different things and I was throwing it and reading people online. And the the guy that was doing the the podcast, the the radio show, he said, yo, what you was doing? So I took a picture. He said, yo, you read with that? I said, yeah. He said, yo, get the fuck out of here. I said, nah. I said, because I left my cards home. And you told me, you know, to step up. So I stepped up and I did that. He said, yo. So when people come and take a class, I don't just have them read with cards. I want you to be sufficient to be a diviner. When I was in Haiti this sister told me a wise woman is a well-prepared woman and a well-prepared woman is a wise woman and I take that to heart I want you to be able to your spirits don't stop talking because you don't have a tool People quit to light candles what happened if you go a place and you can't light a candle your spirits stop talking What happened if you can if people have sensitive skin, you can't make them a bath You can't help them. There are plethora of ways of helping them. There's plethora of ways of doing things this is why you invest in yourself and you learn. You learn. You educate yourself. And Google and Facebook is not the only one. It's nice to sit with the elders. It's nice to sit around the kitchen table and learn from them. It's nice to learn hands-on. It's nice to take a class and invest in yourself, not just watching YouTube. I had so many people watching YouTubes. Oh, I, I'm good at a drumming. And when I took them to a real drumming, they wanted to go home. Oh, I'm so scared. No, no. No, so I need y'all to start taking that time of learning and investing in yourself. I want you to be great. I need you to be better than me. I want you to excel. Yes, I do. I don't need you to be stuck where, oh, all I know, no, no, no. I'm just a good manifester. Okay, what happens if you get laryngitis and you lose your voice? What happens to that? What happens if your eyesight go? You stop? Because if little do y'all know, a lot of diviners are damn near blind. So, and they good, but they damn near blind. So, it is other ways. Other ways. And I need you to really invest in yourself. It's time to take it up a notch. And start investing in you. If you see everybody doing... Listen, I, I really don't care for her, but I'm grateful she took my advice. I said, everybody don't need to do tarot cards. God damn it, do something else. And she started doing divining through the Bible. I said, now nah, that I can respect. I'm going to walk in the door. If I see nine tarot card readers, I'm not reading tarot cards. I'm not. I'm, I'm coming in reading something totally different. So now what? You still stuck on that? Nah, it's time to branch out. It's time to take it up a level. Yes, tarot cards got me in the door. But now that I'm in the room, I'm going to stay there? No, it's 50 million tarot readers out there waiting to come in. Now I have to grow. I have to evolve. Take it up a step. What else can you do? Because it's not just one gift. We are born with plenty of gifts. So what else can you tap into to evolve to the next level is what I need to see now. What else? Because it's time for us to elevate. We in 2023. Everybody's doing lives and doing tarot cards. That's their time. I don't hate on them. I love y'all. Keep doing it. But now we done left that room. So now it's time for us to build new rooms because soon they going to need some rooms to get into. So y'all paving the way. Okay, we done did tarot cards already. We done did the lives. We finished with that. What's next? Come on. Read the room. Let's start elevating. Let's start evolving. Some may write books. Some may learn how to do womb healing. Some may learn how to do the mother womb healing. Some may learn how to do shadow work. Some may learn how to do past lives. Some may learn how to do financial literacy and how to, how to guide them through spirituality. Some may learn not only root work, but let's evolve. Let's evolve. Let's finish where the ancestors left off at. They gave us the map and the candle. Now, what else are we ready to do? I need to see it. Allow your gift to flourish. Stop putting ceilings on your gifts. Allow them to flourish. Oh, but I'm scared. People are going to laugh at me. They only laughing because they didn't think of it. It wasn't their vision. It's yours. So now let's evolve. Yeah, it is fearful. Fearful. When you start evolving and doing different things. Yes, but take that fear and use it as fuel to help you move forward. Don't worry about what they're doing. You did that already. Why you keep on going back to the kindergarten? You in college. You working on your master's. Why you keep on going back to kindergarten? I, I'm not understanding why oh because this is all i know you've been kicked out that room let's go it's time for new people let them young people go and the new people start going to do cards online and all that let's do something else come on let's start opening doors let's start opening doors it's time to elevate no more come on we in april this is the fourth month two more months we'd be half of the year let's go it's now it's time to start looking this is your preparation time to start saying i'm getting ready to nourish and invest in the rest of my gifts. So now I'm ready to start going. Because we're in the fourth month of the year. Two more months. Five, six. That's half of the year. Let's go. Let's go. It's time to evolve. It's time to evolve. I'm telling y'all. It's time to evolve. Y'all can't stay stuck. You already been kicked out that room. Oh, because people are jealous of me. No, they're not. You've been in there forever. you 36 in kindergarten. That don't look strange. It's time for you to evolve. It's time for you to elevate. It's time for you to start growing. Do something else. let you take the ceiling off. Let's start nurturing our gifts. Let's start bringing them into fruitation. It's time for us to do something else. Most people are motivational. Most people know how to film. Most people know how to teach spirituality. Let's go. Let's go. Read the room. I laugh because I always tell people I don't hang around. Spiritual people no more. And they go, what? No, I hang around established authors. How else can I know how to publish, write, and, you know, promote a book if I don't hang around people that's already established? I don't need to be sitting around people that's spiritual. Why? Did y'all write a book? No, then why I'm hanging around y'all? I done left that room already. Now I'm inside another room and I'm reading that room and I'm learning from people and I'm talking to people and I'm networking and I'm bringing stuff to the table. But guess what? I'm not going to take it to Coldplay. I'm going to drop off and well as receive, and then I'm going to go on. I ain't sitting there forever. I got things to do. Once you get the information, I'm out. Put the table back, clean it off and let someone else take that spot because I done left. See how that works. As always, y'all, it's been a plum and pleasure. Catch me. Make sure y'all get those tickets for Detroit Hoodoo, the third year at Detroit Hoodoo Fest, or Yvette the Motown Witch. Y'all are going to love it. And I will be in Atlanta and New Orleans this year. Ah, oh, baby. We're going to do some great things. We're going to do some great things, great things. And feel free to join my Patreon, where I do class and session and on TikTok, on Fridays, I do gather around the table. And on my YouTube, subscribe. Hey, y'all, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. As always, this is Bobby S. Baby Girl saying, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. I'll give you some work next week.